1: welcome back to rickshaw's golf show podcast everybody episode 90 we're fast approaching
2: 100 guy i'm very excited for that have we got anything planned <laughs> somebody had a suggestion that we do a live one in front of 100 hand-picked guests oh,
1: could oh, happen. oh 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 people want it and i think we'd be Legally allowed to do it now. Yeah. I'm not sure we get 100 people in here though.
2: i tell you what though, there's somewhere close to here we could. It would be in this building.
1: Okay. I like it. You're thinking? So, potentially that's 100
2: uh we do that? Actually? 100 episode That'd be live. quite good. Live one. 10 tickets. 10 tickets. we it. We'll give it to charity maybe. Charity of your or my we'll sort. I'll keep 60%. You can have 10, rest of charity.
1: I've been giving a lot of £50 notes out, guys, so I need I need to recoup some well, of that I've money well, I've heard back. about this. So,
2: <laughs> today, this is actually, what day is it? It's Friday. It's Friday, the 6th of August. This is coming out on Tuesday, when you're on holiday. So, right, as we speak now, you're going to be chilling on holiday.
1: I proposed to my wife this day, what year are we in? 2021. Oh, my God, like 10 years ago.
2: Was it? Yeah. Today?
1: 6th of August, yeah. Congrats. Thanks. Um, we're in Dominican Republic, and we went away for two weeks... And the first four or five days was torrential rain. I was thinking, how the hell am I going to do this? Suddenly, a couple of days in, six of August, first sunny day, bang, um. went to a d- deserted island. It was called, um, oh god, have I forgot this? My wife does not listen, so I'm, it won't really matter. But went to this deserted island on this like nice little day trip. Went out to this like blue lagoon area, and she even said to me that today, that at that point, I had the ring in my in my shorts pocket back on the boat. He said, if you're ever going to propose to me, this would be the place. Like, no. You'll have to bring me back here when you do. Thinking to myself, give it 10 minutes, love, and I'll be uh, oh, I'll dropping days. down on a knee. So we went to, oh, what's the island called? Like Siona, not Siona Island. Could be. Off the coast of the Dominican Republic. A few days later, few, um, uh, half an hour later, I was down on one knee and asking the question. So talk about efficiency.
2: Question for you. How, I've always thought this when people get engaged abroad. How on earth did you take that ring on the flight? Was it stuffed in, like, a sock in a shoe yeah, or something?
1: Yeah, hand luggage. I didn't put it in. All
2: right, yeah. So I put it in
1: hand luggage. You're right, probably in a sock, in the box. The box was quite big. And that's not a flight. It's a see. massive it just, ring. It just <laughs> was a big box. <laughs> uh, she's got huge fingers. <laughs> <laughs> <soft> fingers. <laughs> it's just a massive diamond. But, like, you're so conscious, like, going through, like, security and everything. That. Because how many times do you have to empty your yeah. hand luggage back? But I had to take it hand luggage because I couldn't take it.
2: You know, I can imagine you getting down on one knee in Terminal One, Manchester Airport, because you got caught with the ring. <laughs> well,
1: I didn't picture it like this. And a really, really funny story. And I don't know why I've said this on the podcast. So, after that, we celebrated on a really nice afternoon. We we're on this deserted island. We were getting this like uh, pagoda boat all the way back to the mainland. And we went back to a load of random people because we we're on this big day trip. We just got engaged. way! hugging loads of randomers didn't know. And in Dominican Republic, they've got a drink there. And it might be universal. It's called something like marijuana. Okay. But not the smoky smoky stuff <laughs> it's marijuana right and this this guy behind the bar said you need to drink this it's going to give you the best time ever right mm? well um it made little ricky stand up for most of the day <laughs>
2: <laughs> christ <laughs> almighty
1: so it was a uh, it was a uh, how you say um blue pill in a drink
2: and on that note welcome to number one golf <laughs> podcast in the world wow Anyway. Okay, I'm a bit stumped now. Um,
1: <laughs> it was a good day, to be honest, though.
2: Yeah, it sounds it. Um, sound very exciting. So anyway, 6th
1: of August. I mean, it has no relevance to what we're talking about, because his podcast is going to go live on the 10th of August, Yes, which is actually, weirdly, my wife's birthday.
2: Congratulations. Uh, God, an, happy oh. birthday.
1: So, anyway, so, why are we filming this early? This guy just mentioned, I'm on holiday, effectively, this week, celebrating my daughter's birthday, this is the 9th of August, my wife's birthday, the 10th of August, and we're having a nice little
2: uk trip away for a week should be good you know what right i love about the podcast is it's um well a lot of things love it's it's all right talk about little ricky yeah Yeah. talk about your parts it's um it's growing all the time which is great people (laughs) enjoying
1: it (laughs) (laughs) was a seamless segue (laughs)
2: All oh, right, okay, let's stop. Um, the podcast is doing well, and obviously now we, we film it. So people that might be listening at home, I'm sure know by now, it's on the second channel. But you know what I hate about filming the podcast? After your hair? Well, a little bit, but even more than that. Don't know. Clothes. So All today, right. I put a hoodie on, very similar to what you've got on. Left the house, locked the door, got out, looked down, had curry on my top somehow, right? <laughs> so I had a curry hoodie. So obviously I thought, is this at the back in the old days in your garage? I would just carry it on, I don't care. Yeah, you wouldn't mind it. Um, so I went back in. On another hoodie, and I thought, did I wear this hoodie on the last podcast? I had to get my phone out, go on the videos. Look, I did. So I couldn't wear that. So now I'm wearing my open top that I never have off. So I need more outfits, basically. Well, welcome to the struggle
1: of making videos and content and having little clothes. I'm still wearing my Nike clothes. I'm still waiting for a
2: sponsor. I know, yeah. <laughs> but just, anyway. If anyone sends some hoodies, good hoodies, we can have hoodies. Exactly. like hoodies. Um, exactly. So today's show is I didn't, I was actually panicking this morning. I didn't know what we were going to talk about. I've produced this. You have produced it, and you've done so far, it's gone a very
0: strange way, <laughs> strange direction. This is what
1: happens when I get control of the of the reins today. Um, yeah, we didn't have loads to talk about, because obviously the last podcast we've actually just recorded was Friday, Monday that we've just done. Um, but to be honest, we've had a ridiculously busy week. We have. And I actually had something really exciting I did yesterday, which I want to really dive into. So I think uh, a lot of people listening would maybe relate to what what happened yesterday. Um, But let's talk about, first off, what people would have seen. I played golf full 18 holes for the first time for a very, very long time last week. And that video went out on Friday, which was the Break 75 Golf Bitter Challenge, which Mm. hopefully you all absolutely loved. And part two went out on Monday, which again will be out there. So you will know the result if you listen to this podcast, if you've watched both episodes. I I did a lot better than I thought I was gonna do.
2: You did well. You played pretty solid. Um let's go for your, ch- your club choices quickly because obviously people would have seen them. But Driver, you had the burner from O seven. Honestly, I'm not gonna give that back. Really? I'm not gonna give it back. Do you know how much actually costs? That's one thing I don't think you mentioned about each individual club. Let me have a quick look. You um I think we should put it on the, I think we should put it on the video. Well it might be out there.
1: um Honestly, I remember back in the day when that driver first came out, and it was in the era where drivers had meet their kind of maximum size mm-hmm. and there was a lot of drivers at that era that started experimenting with you know adjustable weights i mean the r seven was probably around that time wouldn't it
2: the r seven would have been I think, 04. So, the, the,
1: so before the burner. But
2: if you remember, unless I'm in... The burner was actually almost a sub-brand, One, So this would have been R9 here, I believe. Right, so this so wouldn't was, have been the main main. No, because if you think about it, at the to stuff, like an R, whatever that yep. was, and then yep. the burner would kind of sit You're cheap. Right. It wasn't You're adjustable, right. was it? It was a glued head.
1: I remember it having tremendous success. Mm. I really do from the alignment on top of the driver to the shaping to the sound of it to the performance certainly the tp driver as well it came out with a slightly smaller head slightly different shaping there was a lot of tour players using this driver and a lot of just it, it kind of suited a lot of number of golfers so when i did, did this challenge of spending 750 pound at golf bidder i wanted a driver that i just knew was going to be reliable and that thing was reliable
2: you hit a couple of wayward ones that like jokes said, was just Strike strides yeah, yeah. whatever. But when you hit that well, you mentioned this on the video, it definitely wasn't going as far as a brand new Sim 2. And it's hard to say on the course, but I'd probably say somewhere in the region, maybe 10 yards, 12, 15 at, ma- at, a max, at, a max. at a max. But what we sometimes say as well, when you're on the golf course, if you hit a straight golf shot, you get a nice bound of the furway and yep. four momentum. You kind of almost what you gain that distance exactly. back in a way. There was, hit-
1: there was two drives especially, the second and the fourth. It would be The fourth, I've never hit a drive that good on that hole because it's a hot... A hole that doesn't suit my eye it's a dog leg right to left, and the whole fairway tilts from right uh, from right to left. Sorry it's a dogleg dog leg left to right, but the fairway tilts from right to left, so you've got to kind of hit this kind of cutty ball into it and I found the middle of the fairway' three hundred yards down the middle
2: off topic, but a question for you then with this in mind, would you say that golf equipment is one of the slowest moving I'm trying word this now in terms of innovation in the last fifteen years is one of the slowest moving things almost in the world. What I'm trying to, I'm not doing this very well. What I'm trying to say is, if you've got a 2007 iPhone, the first yeah. generation compared to now, yeah. streets apart. If you've got a 2007 Apple laptop compared to now, streets apart. Think you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So many different things, even cars are things you can do now, all they have built in or whatever, TVs, whatever. That TaylorMade driver is from 2007 so 14 years old, and it's still so good.
1: I think that the biggest challenge, and, this is why golf cannot evolve as much as laptops, phones, TVs, other things in the world is because there are legal limitations. Like the RNA, the USGA have legal um, parameters that they have to set and you have to stick to that. So golf, there was a massive race to get to those parameters and as every single manufacturer week in, week out, year on year, they'll say they're bringing our products out that's even closer to those thresholds I'm not sure if we're already there. I think we're already there. We must be. So, you know, that driver, there was a massive jump, certainly early 2000s when titanium became a big thing and hollow-headed designs with 460cc heads. That became a massive thing. I would say the biggest evolution in the last five years... As much as drivers, I don't think it's massively changed. I think the hollow-headed construction iron has yeah. been one of the biggest changing so aspects. Forgiving. And actually today, we've got a new video about some hollow-headed irons coming out, uh, which is a new version of a very popular set, which uh, we talking about tailor-made, another tailor-made set of irons, a newer version. So I think if we look at it, what what's changed the most, I think... Irons have changed enormously. I think golf balls have changed enormously still in that time frame. Um, drivers are probably kind of where the limit is going to be, roughly. You're going to gain a couple of yards every few years, but nothing much. And that's whether they it, it might even just trick it by making the, the head a different weight or the the, the shaft longer. Or there's, there's ways of tricking launch monitor but data. What's
2: mad is, I probably well, I would agree that drivers almost the one that's probably moved the least, but yet that's the club that people tend to swap the most. Yeah, it's one that people want. Every three, three, four years, you you want to get a new driver. But actually, then that just proves, doesn't it, that you use a driver for, well, you can tell what you shot. You shot, what was in the end? One one over. One over par with a driver that was from. And also, as well, just to, before anyone, these clubs aren't bad golf clubs. It's not you're going out and play with a horrendous set. Exactly. Very good quality clubs. Just a lot of them are older. And it just proves that you can go out and play with good clubs if they're old. If you have old clubs and you can't afford to get new ones or you don't want to, whatever, that's fine. Like, this just shows you can play golf. Decent golf, good golf with old stuff.
1: And they weren't fitted to me. No. They were just close close to my spec, but not on my spec. Um, Really fun challenge. I'm glad to get another 75 in. I'm glad to play golf again. I really enjoyed it. And there was definitely an aspect of my game that I felt had improved.
2: What a lovely segue into what I was going to come on to next, your wedge play. In the last 18 months, I want you to use one word to describe your wedge play.
1: I think it would be bleeped out on the podcast. I think do we'd be, it would then Matt completely out. I think we would be taken off air if if I if I said what I think. Uh it's been Yeah, that's a bleep. I could have said worse.
2: <laughs> it's been <laughs> 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 Sorry, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so my my short, game,
1: on, my short game has has been less than great. It's been yeah. Um and and you know what? It's my own fault. I Why? don't practice.
2: But it's confidence as well. You don't practice irons that much.
1: I know. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I just feel like with with certainly the short shots, and if, if let's say you're right, if a bit of confidence lacks and whatever, and then you you neglect it mm-hmm. and you forget about it, the snowball in it, yeah, and you brush all those issues under the rug, which is probably what I've been doing over the last eighteen months. It's it's not great. So more recently, I've been I've been spending a bit more time learning about my wedge play, kind of trying to practice more. Um, I, I'm trying to love my wedges again. Mm. Like I've got, I'm have got. i looking at potentially some new wedges. I've got potentially some new Vokies I might put in the bag or some new Pings or some new Callaway wedges. I'm not sure what direction wedges I go just yet. But technique I've been working on, little ways of practicing I've been working on. And you know what? Very quickly, my confident level is increasing. Yes. It's not there yet, but it's most certainly moving up the ranks.
2: We had a good chipping camp at Woburn on that ridiculous chipping area, yeah. which is just out of this world. I wish we just took some videos, just to even insert it. We didn't get anything in the end, but it was such a good area. And you were chipping as well as I've seen you chip for ages. And you were just confident through the ball. Yeah. You have, like, more speed. You, mm. you, you, you commit to it. I think it's probably the word. I literally see your technique change on the golf course yeah. because you just you can't commit. And on hole 18 of that 75, you were probably going to put it now. I was oh, use a wedge. Come on, be, be brave. And you nipped it, class. Yeah, it class. So that then, I think you need to use wedge more, even when it probably would be a putter. Yeah hit a few good ones, get that confidence back. I think it, you, what it you'll get it back.
1: And I, like I say, a little bit of technique, a little bit of understanding, maybe maybe some new wedges that are suited to me slightly better with different grinds or bounces, um, a slightly different wedge setup. I mean, even that Cleveland wedge I used in the video, I loved it. Mm. Like, really nice. And even I pitched on the second hole, like that 50, 60 yarder, that's not my favourite shot, and hit it lovely. And even the ones I hit not great were still pretty good. Like my wedge shot on 17, the, the, when I chipped it out of the trees, was class. I really like that one. Just missed the putt. But I think if, if my wedge play can improve, I honestly think the whole... The rest of my game improves but really quickly.
2: It sounds obvious. It's all connected, isn't it? Yeah. So if, you're, if you hit a bomb drive and... Well, so if you know that your wedge play is good, right, it means you can bomb a driver... And risk putting it in the rough. And if you then hit your run out of the rough to the side of the green, you get up and down still. Yeah. So like whereas at the minute you've lost that confidence around the side of the green, yeah. you've got to almost think more about every shot before that, haven't you? Because yeah. you can't almost trust your wedge play. I
1: it's amazing, obviously some of the maybe not JCB, one of the really long golf courses, but a lot of golf courses I play, I'm hitting wedges into greens mm. a lot. And if I could hit my wedges a half the distance on every hole to the towards the hole closer. Like you give yourself so many looks at because I, I I've had a bit of criticism recently about how my how my putting's not great, but I'm not my putting's not great because I'm always thirty feet away from yeah. the hole. If I was ten feet away from the hole, well, my putting would be a lot better because I'd I'd give myself much more chances of holding them.
2: For people listening, then they're in a similar boat, and I, I'm probably in a similar boat with driving. I'm just no confidence whatsoever. What tip would you give to people listening to how did, how do you build confidence? Is it just hit more balls? No, or?
1: Th- there's definitely one thing that I've kind of. Um, what's the right wording um monitoring my monitoring my success a bit more so you've you've been with me when i've done those cone things up mm. to sixty yards and writing down my numbers so i've been trying to pitch balls at ten yards twenty yards thirty yards forty yards fifty yards sixty yards, and then back again, and then doing six random ones and and working out how far away it is from those targets and just writing it down. Like, sometimes, like, if, if I've got a score I'm trying to beat, I'm trying to beat 50 at the moment. Some days I don't do great, mm-hmm. but some days I do really, really good. And it's just learning, like, hitting those shots and writing something down. Like, I actually saw today on Twitter, <clears throat> and it's and, um, I'm actually going to see if the lad will send me one. It's like a logbook. That's it's like dumb. a logbook of when you practice. And you know what? When I look back at the times where I've played the best golf, um... I've probably monitored my, my pro- progress much more mm. like when i was a junior i used to do so many stats did you oh yeah i loved it loved it when i went to college of the drinking late nights and women, <laughs> women the the thing that we used to do a lot of was the the logging logging how many uh what practice you were doing what were your results from your practice That's how could practice, you improve maybe? from it i didn't
2: think you'd do that yeah i quite like that I right, fair do's
1: because i'm quite analytical in weird ways mm. Well, I like looking at our, like YouTube stats and well, stuff yeah. like that. So that makes sense. I think it's more. I like it's more. I get addicted to the process. Yeah. So I think with people practicing aimlessly going to the driving range and just hitting balls, that's another thing for me personally. I've not been to a driving range for ages in the summer. No. Because not the at, when was the last time we went Trafford.
2: Oh God, I don't know. Because
1: we're out on the golf course. Mm. Like that, I think that's something that more golfers should do more: is get out on the course. Enjoy it more. Practice when they can out on the golf course instead of potentially going to the driving range all the time. Mm.
2: Yeah, I've always been a bit big advocate of playing, kind of practicing on the golf course and dropping. I know a lot of courses are not supposed to drop extra balls down, but drop a few down. it's, It's more real, isn't it? I've got a dear Rick for you. So before we come on to your trip yesterday, which is yes. quite a good story, I'm interested to know more. You've told me some nuggets, but I'm using your words now. Not that many nuggets. Um, this dear Rick is from Chris. He said we can use his first name, uh, maybe not his surname. So <laughs> first of all, love the show. Keep up the great work. Thank what, you. what a way to get your email read. It's, oh. it's that simple. Um, the person that sent one in the other day and called me Ferret Faces as, as a title was good, got me attention. Um, so if you want to <laughs> slag me off, his fangs, it will get me attention. So a good title would be, for an email, wow. please sack Guy, and I'll definitely read the email. Wow. Um, um, you get a lot of them now. Yeah, is that what you're I, trying to do to yourself? I don't. I really like it in a way. I don't know. Um, so I have. I'm saying I like it now until it comes away, way I get slagged off and then cry to you on the phone. But anyway, um, I have something for dear Rick, a section of the podcast. Um, I'm relatively new to golf. I've dabbled in the past, but only joined a golf club and started taking it seriously in March. One thing that stopped me joining the club for so long was that I can't play on weekends because of my kids. So this is really in your world, this at the minute, right? <laughs> um, COVID actually helped with that as I now play after work midweek because I'm working from home, so there's less commuting. Um, again, I bet so many people are in this boat. Yeah. One issue um, is finding people to play with can be difficult. When I joined my golf club, I found someone in a similar place uh, as me and I played with him. When I started, I was pretty rubbish most of the time, but could put together a decent round once in a while. I got an initial handicap of 26, and with an odd okay round, I kept it at that level. Since then, I've had lessons and started to improve, and recently it's all coming together, which is obviously great. The issue is that the friend can't play as much now, and I can't find another member to easily play with when I can. So, therefore, I can't submit my scores to the new handicap system. So, obviously, now in the UK, we didn't have this before, we can go out and play a friendly round with another member and put your score in for handicap purposes. Because he's not doing that, his handicap's still 26, but realistically, it should be lower. I've had a few 42-point rounds of 26, and recently this week I got to 45 points, Stableford, so 900 handicap, Uh, none of which I could submit because I was playing on my own. Um, So my question is, what happens now if I want to start to enter the odd competition? What's the uh, etiquette here? Realistically, my handicap now represents me on a bad day rather than a decent day. Um, So should I mention something to the comp organisers? Part of me thinks it's unfair and others not to, but another part of me thinks if I submit my rounds... um, if did it. Basically, yeah, he's stuck. In, you, you get where I'm going with this one. Um, the problem is, this problem isn't going to go away. And I can see the situation where most of the rounds count towards my handicaps are going to be comps and my handicaps should come down. But I'm, he's worried he's going to have a, a monster yeah. round and win. Um, so basically, he wants your advice. What do other members would think happen if I won a What would the members think if I won a comp with 45 points? Would people complain? It's a fairly modern club, um, but there are still some stuffy people there.
1: What a dilemma to be in, eh? I know. Too good. My my heart bleeds (laughs) (laughs) you. No, seriously, though, it's a kind of quite unique position to be in. And I think there's one thing to take off straight away, is if you go out and shoot 45. yes, you'll probably be the talk of the town that week. Everyone will forget about you next week. In, like, the nicest way. You'll be, you'll be getting called a bandit. You'll get a bit of stick. You can't really stop that. That's just what happens at golf clubs. It's not always great, but that's what happens. But by next week goes, your handicap gets caught and everything everything's balanced back in the world again. You can go to the handicap secretary and mention it. Yep. I think they would do something about it. it. I think you still dock people in general play, can't you?
2: Yeah, so... Well, I think you'd have to... Play. We'll actually know more next week, won't we? Well, yeah, we should do. <laughs> We've got an exciting
1: podcast yeah. coming next week, which will dive into the world handicap system much, much exactly. more. Um, But if the, I think if you went to your handicap secretary or your pro or the secretary of the club and said, listen, I'm going to hold my hands up. I'm playing off 15, but I'm actually playing better than that at the moment. I want to play in a comp. I think realistically I should be at 12. I think they would happily cut you to 12 if they have the power to do mm-hmm. so. Yeah. So either do that Go out and play and shoot the lights out. Walk around with your head held high and it's not your fault. You're going to get a bit of stick, but you'll be getting forgotten about next week. You get your name on a nice board or a nice trophy. Again, it's maybe not the perfect thing to do. Um, I, I think in Chris's situation, he should go to the golf club and hold his hands up and go, listen, guys, I think I'm playing better than what I am. Can you do something about it? Because I don't want to get called a bandit. I want to make friends here. And me going out and shooting 45 points is probably not going to be the best thing in the world.
2: Can I give a different opinion? Go for it. Just to keep it balanced. I'm sure from what... He sounds like a nice guy. He's written the email really well. And from having lessons and practicing more, I'm sure he's improving. That's exactly what we want to see. People obviously having lessons, practicing and getting better at golf. The only thing I would say is to counter this. I'd be interested to know two things. Well, firstly, is he playing off the same tees when he's going out playing these rounds in the comps? Good question. And also, I don't want to, in re- any remote way, <laughs> I was going to say almost the word, scare him. I'm not sure I won't scare him. But playing on your own... Eighteen holes is quite different to playing a comp. Yeah. Certainly, for people that you don't know. I always play best on my own. Of course, you do because if he <laughs> again, I'm sure he's got ability. Clearly, house to shoot 900 handicap, but if he's he up in a comp off the white tees, it's you know it's a lot of people about to be people. I like, get my old club right on the first tee. There's like um, a bit of a, uh, a conservative, little crowd around. So on a Saturday comp, everyone's watching. They're not really bothered, but they're still watching. Yeah. So, like, a bit of nerves, and obviously, typically in comp days, the pins might be a little bit tighter, etc. So. He actually might find. Out. I wish he hope he doesn't, but he might find out actually when he plays in a comp, he might not shoot quite as well. Yeah,
1: that's a good point.
2: So if you are going get your handicap shot now, you might get into a comp think, Actually, do need the twenty six <laughs> or need the twenty four. Yeah, yeah. So it's worth just maybe playing a comp, and if you win it, amazing. But just you know,
1: yeah, he's going going into it, driving to the golf course with Rocky music playing in through his uh, his car stereo. But there's no there's no guarantees in life, is there? No,
2: it's it's definitely different in a comp, and certainly. You shouldn't do, and this is—I would I definitely try and give advice not to. But sometimes, for people you don't know, you do feel more nervous. If he gets pitched up in a comp with a guy, a scratch a guy, five and a guy off ten, you yeah. might start getting a bit nervous. The exactly. score might not be that good, so
1: it's just. What did you say? There's three guarantees in life. Yeah. Death, taxes, and Rick putting off the green. Yes, that's yeah. <laughs> but maybe not anymore. Who knows?
2: I'd like to see you not doing as much, but you'll get there. I'd also like to not pay taxes, but hey.
1: Um... So yesterday, yes, talk about it. Yes. So it was a really fun day yesterday. <clears throat> so this was Thursday, the fifth of August. Um, it was the JCB Ladies. Well, it's like the oh Buddy, i get the words out, Rick. It was the Rose Ladies Series, which is hosted by Kate Rose, who is Justin Rose's wife, mm-hmm. and it started last year when COVID all kicked in, and quite simply, there was no ladies golf happening.
2: No, ladies' European Tour or whatever. Nothing.
1: And um, Justin's manager, Kay, and Justin kind of came together and said, "Well, let's set something up in the UK where we can at least offer a one-day tournament. I think I think it's six or eight tour- rounds at really really nice golf courses. And is it decent
2: uh, money for this? it's obviously it's professional golfers.
1: Professional golfers. First place yesterday won ten grand. Oh wow, that's good. Then so it's much better than." local golf events that yeah. be, that that maybe the pj golf women would play in yeah. um it's not quite obviously let but it's probably some power maybe access tour yeah. potentially um so last year was super successful um they played like you had some big big names playing it last year like uh, georgia hall and uh, charlie Hull and carly booth and a lot of big names and they've dropped back into playing some of these when they can but obviously this week's a really weird week because there's Women's Olympics, yeah. there's the Aramco Ladies Series at Santa Grande in Spain, right. which a lot of ladies are playing at, and unfortunately, I think this week's just bad timing, the Rose Ladies Series, probably playing third fiddle, but there's still a massive field in it, yeah. I think there's like 80 women, and this week, they've played at Hillside on Monday, amazing golf course, Yes, they break 75 there. Oh, actually, they played three courses we did Break 75 What was the next one? Burtdale. Yes. Amazing golf course. Then JCB. That's man, I played two of them. And then, oh yeah. And then next week, they're playing at Craigie Law, which is that in Scotland? Yes. So uh, that might might be this weekend. So anyway, this JCB one, uh, when we played with Mark, or when I played with Mark at JCB um, in the last Break 75 that we did, he mentioned it, and he said, it'd be great to give it a bit of a shout out, because we're actually having spectators. We're going to try and get 1,500 spectators there. It's £10 for adults and free for kids. Nice. And I said to Mark, well, you know what? Summer holidays. I'll, I'll come down with the kids. I'll come down with the family. And he very nicely looked after us, gave us nice VIP passes, which was lovely. Claire thought she was the, uh, the be-all and the, the bee's knees. Was she
2: a bit of a wag vibe?
1: She was very wagging it, was yeah. Was she? Yeah, she loved In what it. sense? nice big flowy dress did all the sunglasses. makeup did her hair sunglasses she was like yeah, if, I, if people spot you i want to look nice on the side nice. she looked she, nice on the picture she did. That you she looked very on. nice she did um but more importantly i took my kids yes
2: for the first ever golf event Tell everyone on the ages of your kids then so they can so
1: soon to be as i mentioned a lot of the birthdays are coming up soon two are august one september soon to be seven
2: five and three so when you told me you're going to this i thought firstly this is a lovely trip for the family I also thought you're going to come back. and there's, be, there's, there's no middle ground. You're going to come back and say they absolutely loved it or knowing what, what you normally tell me about your kids, you're going to come back and say it was an absolute <laughs> disaster and you wish you'd not gone. Well,
1: there's one of my kids that definitely tests me. But um, as many people know, it's the middle child for uh, if people have like got the way she was kids. sat in the
2: back of the buggy, by the way. She just, you just chucked her in no, the this yolk. was so funny. I'll tell you this <laughs> in a minute.
0: Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. to get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at
1: uh1.com. So, I, I think what, what helped sell it was Ivy, my eldest, is definitely starting to show signs of interest in sports in nice. general. Certainly with the Olympics being on, yep. like she's loving what. I mean, we've been watching everything. Still, this last week we've literally been watching, and it and it's amazing. Normally, when I flick on the TV, the kids will go stick a silly cartoon yep. on, or can we watch YouTube Kids or whatever it may be? Can we watch Peter Finch on <laughs> YouTube? <laughs> you beat me to
2: it. I was literally <laughs> going to say that then.
1: Um, like and I'll go. No, kids, no, you're not. No, but obviously they'll, they'll watch what they enjoy watching. Right. Yeah. The last two weeks has been amazing because every time I flick the TV on, it's gone straight onto BBC One or the iPlayer or whatever. Mm. They've not even asked for, for cartoons Just to sport or anything straight away. Right, like, they don't care what it is, and I don't know because I'm watching it with them and I'm commentating on it with them rather than when they've got cartoons on. Mm-hmm. A bar there's one really funny cartoon called Bluey. It's really funny. It's from Australia. If
2: parents, it's not of pill you had before you went about. Yeah,
1: It does sound a bit dodgy, <laughs> doesn't it? But it's really, really, really funny uh, cartoon. But apart from that, I don't watch any of the cartoons. They watch, obviously, and um, but I feel like I'm really engaged with them. It's, it's, it's. I'm just loving bonding time watching mm-hmm. skateboarding or sailing or swimming or golf
2: or just anything. It's amazing. So they're getting a book for sports. So you then thought, let's get them to the to the JCB. Well, it just
1: kind of worked in nicely. Yeah. So. When I mentioned it to Ive mailedist, I was like, Should we go? To, we're going to a golf event this week. And she was like, Oh my goodness, like, will there be really famous golfers there? And I went, Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> and she said, "She said,
1: Are you playing, daddy? I said, No, it's actually just ladies only. She's like, Oh wow. So I can get to. Honestly, loved it, right? Really? My youngest boy, my youngest boy, I've only got one. My boy, two, as soon as I told him there's going to be diggers there, he was sold. Like, he loves diggers. He loves anything that, that's wheel based right so i said dude there's gonna be big diggers there there's gonna be he's like oh my god i get to ride him i said no no not really and don't swear <laughs> um, no and then my middle child was just whatever she wasn't wasn't that bothered so and my wife was kind of a bit wary in Cause what she, sense just because it's like do we have to be quiet
2: like, yes. like, what like, What they're
1: going to do yeah. where are they going to eat Like more more for the kids like are they going to be bored like because it was about an hour and a half journey to get down there and we got stuck in a little bit of traffic as well but it was more hesitation because we she'd never been to a golf do, event do
2: you think for people that don't play golf or have a, have a, a, a kind of mid-interest that a, a golf event could be a daunting thing to go to
1: she was asking questions that i'd almost forgot i reckon i would have asked when i first went to a golf event yeah. like because you don't know
2: like Like what do you wear as well what do you wear wear golf shoes what's
1: the footwear is it gonna be muddy is it gonna be wet? obviously the weather and things you can't predict but you know how far are we parked away from the golf course like how do we get there like what's just all sorts of different things like can i talk can i have my phone there yeah can i take a camera like all things that i almost take for granted and you do because we've been to multiple golf events Somebody's never been to one. Well, no I remember idea.
2: Tubes texted me the day before the Open. He was going with his brother. I said, "Do I have to wear golf clothes?" Because he's thought, never been to a golf. Yeah, event. Well, it's a good question. You don't obviously, but you'd, you'd ask, wouldn't you?
1: Because again, if you go into Raw St George's for the Open, yeah. you think, oh, my, is it going to be really strict dress code? Yeah. and like say going to JCB, is it going to be really strict dress code? Like she was saying, what do I need to wear for the clubhouse and things like that? Yeah. So that was really interesting. So anyway, we got down there. We we honestly we did get looked after really nicely. It was it was a lovely experience, and. Before we'd really watched a much golf, we had a bit of lunch which was lovely and we were backing onto the driving range and I and, uh, took Ivy out to watch some golf just even on the driving range and it almost felt like a real light bulb moment. Like just there she was watching a, a woman hit a shot I, I, unfortunately I didn't catch the lady's name and she was just ripping it right and Ivy was like wow oh my goodness that's nearly hit the house could at she the, back see the ball flying. she couldn't at first she had right. no idea because she was like looking down yeah yeah because when kids hit they it look down yeah. don't they and i was showing i was like no it's up there can you notice it up there and because we were sat stood really far back and it was a lovely open day and it was a nice nice sky she could really see the ball fly that's good. and she could hear the sound of whether it was coming from a woman or um she she i just felt like she looked at it like i felt like in that moment she fell in love with golf which was amazing. Do you really? think
2: she might be too young? But do you think because it was a woman that might have meant more to, her, or do you think it wouldn't really make? A difference? Well, she's seen me hit shots before. Not that impressed. <laughs> Probably the strikes different though, isn't it? <laughs> Dad, what <when laughs> was that one? That's on? gone left out of bounds. Sorry. <laughs>
1: but yeah, it's like I, I think it's because I could stand there with her, yeah, showing her the golf you're shot. Getting,
2: it's like you're t- together, a bit like watching Olympics. You're yeah. together absorbing it almost.
1: Where me hitting a golf shot and her watching, yeah. I can't show her where the ball's gone yeah, with you. Do you get what I mean? It's yeah, not yeah. as easy. So I think she just fell in love with that straight away. And uh, Pearl was doing cartwheels on the driving range and this, that and the other, and Judah was running around. So they weren't that bothered just yet. And we went to the putting green around the other side of the clubhouse. And again, they were watching it. They wanted to go on it. That was one thing. They just wanted to go yeah. on the grass and everything else. And I said, you can't. And again, they were just in awe. Like, like how we'd been watching the Olympics mm-hmm. sat there on the sofa, me going, oh, check this out. Notice what they're doing there. Did you, did you see that? Oh, how cool was that? Oh, they got 10 out of 10 for that. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it may be in the Olympics, it was really nice. I was stood by the side of the driving range and certainly my eldest daughter, Ivy, like I was saying, do you think she's going to get that shot in? And it yeah. might have been a six foot putt and she's like, oh no, it didn't go in. And I'll say to her, just did you notice how it how it cur- looked like it curved yeah. to the one side or did you notice how it had a little bit too much speed and it went past the hole? And she like, oh yeah. She went... Will she get the next one in? I was like, I think so because it's so She's, close yeah. to the hole. She understand
2: this was practice as well, then. This is, yeah, yeah, at this point, I explained to yeah.
1: so her this is a practice putting to get green. Loose, et cetera. You, so here, you don't have to be quiet. Yeah, you can talk, but when if we go out on the golf course, you've got to be quiet. So when we because they're playing for money and they're playing, it's a, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, and again, my eldest daughter was really taking on taking this on board, and I feel like my middle daughter, um, <clears throat> my youngest daughter, sorry, Pearl, kind of. Doesn't feel like she's listening, but she picks up a lot. Yeah. So she was picking up bits without really needing to talk to her. Jude was just obsessed about diggers and stuff. So anyway, before again, we even watched any proper live golf out on the golf course. We went to this little village just kind of... Um, it was only like a burger van, an ice cream van, a little shop. I'd bought the two girls a little JCB hat from the shop. saw that. And two marker pens. Unfortunately, Jude didn't have a size that fitted him in the colour that he wanted because there was a dark blue one, but obviously having signatures on that yeah, was pointless. And I said, let's get some signatures from some of the ladies, <laughs> right? And, oh my God, the, the fact of just that act, think about that. I tell them every day, don't draw on your clothes. Like, they're not <laughs> yeah. hard to draw on the clothes, are they? Well, I'm now giving them a hat and a marker pen and saying, I want you to actively ask people to write on your hat.
2: Like, is, how mad yeah. is
1: that? Yeah. It's just a little thing, isn't it? You forget.
2: Do you think, you almost sometimes think that, like, signatures have died off a bit. But actually, in that kind of moment, it's quite meaningful, isn't it? There's something about it. Certainly
1: that age. Yeah. I think as they get older, into teenagers, they'll want selfies yeah, yeah. and stuff. But I think at that age, not after selfies. They want something yeah. tangible. they keep that. So we went down to this little village, and there was a really nice little setup where Golf Foundation had had some, like, hitting nets and some practice areas. And again, what was lovely, every single one of the instructors was a woman. That's good. So, again, it's not something you see when you go to the Open. You'll see a mixture, men, women, it's coaching. Men. But it's a majority yeah. of men. So um, I walked over and said, you know, the girls would love to have a go. Because, again, parents will relate to this. It's hard to teach your own kids. I can imagine, yeah. They just don't listen. Like, and people will, I've seen it online, God, your kids are going to be the best golfers in the world. And I'm thinking, they don't, because they don't, but they listen to me. Like, they just don't. Kids don't listen to parents.
2: different voice of someone that they don't know. They almost want to be well-behaved more, don't they? It really the respectful. Form.
1: It's like if I am teaching the girls maths or English or whatever, they'll listen to the teacher way more than they'll listen to me, because I'm just dad mm-hmm. or mum or whatever. Um. So we signed them up for having a little... Go and, the, and the women there were lovely. I think one was called Evie and one was called Olivia. They were just lovely with the kids. Um,
2: These girls know who you were?
1: They, they did, yeah. They said, oh, this is dead weird, like we watch all your videos. Can we fangirl and have a picture after we've done this? So I think whether they, whether I got a better treatment, but the, I don't think I did no. because I saw a lot of other kids there that were getting similar, lovely treatment. Honestly, no word of a lie, guy. We were on there for 45 minutes, comfortably. I had to drag them off Kicking and screaming.
2: really? Yeah, I bet you were loving that though, weren't you? Loved it.
1: like we got a bit of a breather. Me and yeah. Claire chilled out and had a. Well, coffee. You must have
2: loved to see them once if, if they'd have said on oh, board. You'd be a bit. Oh, the fact loved they loved it, it is loved good. Loved It
1: and and it, they're just a little challenges. It wasn't revolutionary, but it, it just kept them entertained. Yeah. And I think because they'd just seen it on the driving range, they'd just seen it on the putting green with the with the professional women hitting golf shots on site to be able to do it there and then was really important. Yeah. And it makes me realise, like when we go to the open, I don't quite understand people who go and have a quick golf lesson or a quick hit, you know, in like At the, the open. Yeah.
0: But what? Why don't you understand Just it? Just
1: because I don't know. I, I've.
0: You wouldn't I, do it yourself. Do,
1: it doesn't make me want to hit golf shots. Go it's, oh
0: yeah. It
2: does afterwards. Yeah. But not on site, and that and it's that pos- might go on. It's possibly possibly because some people have never had access to a lesson, so if it's a free ten minutes, and they might change something. Well, so that's like, it. Game changer. But
1: that's what made me realise how important those stations are. Yeah. Like for kids, like the Golf Foundation do a great job where they set up this amazing kind of, um, space where kids can go and hit it. And if they've just been on the driving range watching Bryson or Brooks or Jordan Spieth or whoever, Matsuyama, um, that was a random mix of names, wasn't it? They? <laughs> um, they can now just go and in straight into somewhere and hit golf shots. Mm. They're golfers now. And I just loved it. So anyway, they absolutely loved the little practice. They got a little sweets and everything else. So I thought, you know what? We might not see many, many lady golfers because by the 18th hole, you're probably not going to get many signatures. So I asked all the women pros who was teaching the kids to sign the hats. Oh, because I thought, well, <clears throat> I, I just thought, let's just stick to one rule. As long as it's a woman player, yeah. golfer sign the hat yeah. why not doesn't like doesn't matter the kids aren't going to massively know oh my god the kids loved it really they loved it they were walking around with that like not wearing the hat anymore looking at the names look at that like look, look how she's written that and what was her name Are You? i don't know <laughs> I, was like, I don't know what does what does that say um but it just it was honestly really really lovely they had nice an cream and they just had the best time Bearing in mind, we haven't seen any tournament golf yet. Yeah. We haven't seen anything. Do you think
2: you could have almost gone at this point and then have loved it not? Like, that would yeah, have been 100%. Yeah. I
1: don't think we needed to see were tournament the, golf.
2: Were the spectators mostly women within a women's event? Or.
1: This was another thing I definitely saw more of. Like, when we went to Royal St. George's at the Open, yeah, I got spotted a few times and had pictures, but I'd say 90 plus of those were male. 90% oh, yeah. of male. Probably ninety Probably nine 99, 99. percent. Of, I think there's one girl I've got a
2: picture.
1: Like ninety nine percent of of the fans that came up to me at Royal Saint George's at the Open were were male.
2: Well, that correlates with the audience, really, doesn't it? Most yeah. people that watch are male. We can see that from the stats.
1: There at the Ladies' Open, where the more ladies went and watched it, I would say it was or It was borderline fifty fifty. Really, the fans that were male and female wanting pictures and kids, male and female kids, like little boys, little girls, uh, like amazing.
2: What did your kids say when people were asking you for a picture? Oh, they found it really strange. Did they say what did they I don't know say? My wife found it
1: really strange because she's seen it a few times. If, let's say, like I've been spotted a few times at, at like a garden center or out mm. shopping or on holiday, and she it's kind of, or even we went to Nando's that night, even when we got home, and I got weirdly really got spotted twice in Nando's, <laughs> which was dead weird. But like she's seen that side of it. But this was like a different, completely different level. Like, it was almost every few minutes, which I love. And f- yeah. the people I did meet was amazing. Thank you so much. And it, I'm glad that only only 10 people asked me for a £50 note.
2: Which you obviously delivered. Obviously
1: on. I delivered. So it it wasn't that bad. Yeah.
2: Why well, I don't, I don't, I don't people that get a picture? Ask! Free money!
1: So, um, yeah, she found it a bit strange. But the kids were like... The kids almost wanted to get on the picture, which was a bit weird. Like, because... Certainly, if, like, I had Pearl on my shoulders... And people were dead respectful, and they said, oh, "I'm really sorry, Rick. I know you're with your family. Can I get a picture?" And I'd say, "Not a problem." So I'd have to obviously take Pearl off my shoulder because I don't really need her in the picture. <laughs> Move her out the way, shove her out the way. And um, but then she would wanted to be, like stood in front of me, yeah, wanting to get on the picture. Weird... She, she didn't quite understand. Then when we were walking off, she's like, "What was his name, Daddy?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm not actually sure. I try and ask people's name sometimes, but not all the time."
2: I'm like, "John Subscriber."
1: <laughs> she went, "Is he? Is he your friend?" And I went. Well, yeah. yeah, if he's in the clubhouse, he's my friend. <laughs> a lot of people did say they were in the clubhouse, actually. A lot of people asked for you.
2: I keep them waiting for <laughs> their next year. Um,
1: my so invite got else? lost
2: in the post, weirdly. <laughs> you were working.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so then um, we went on the golf course. So Mark, the general manager there, very nicely gave us a buggy because that was something they were desperate to go in. Oh my God.
2: Buggy, golf buggies are good, though, they aren't they? were desperate to go in a golf they let buggy. They steer a little bit. Yeah.
1: So Pearl, who's tiny. Even though she's five next week, she's so small. She sat in the little basket at the back. She climbed in herself into that basket. It was mad. Pearl had one kid on her knee. Uh, Sorry, Pearl. Claire had one child on her knee. I had the other. And uh, we drove up to 17th green. And what I mean, just the most beautiful hole in the world. And there's a massive tractor on the championship tee, the back tee. The ladies were just playing a couple of tees forward. Oh, my God, Jude was literally just, like, staring at it like it was the best thing in the world. Really? And I was, like, looking behind it going, like, this is one of the best holes in the world. So we stood there for a bit, watched some shots, and, like, even the questions, like, Ivy was saying, can they, Can you get it over that water, Daddy? I was like, well, i try. <laughs> if you not seen the videos that I did from Break 75, but, like, the women, like, we were hitting it. Most of the time, it was very windy yesterday, actually. Most of the time, comfortably over the water, obviously. They're very, very good golfers.
2: What were they hitting on uh, to that, then?
1: I... Uh, we didn't go all the way down to T it was probably about maybe two or three T's ahead of where we played from at 250 right so probably play near a 190 yeah potentially they were were hitting like hybrids five woods long long irons let's say it's a tough hole so hard um and then like we saw some golf shots go in the water and again it's the questions that ivy asked like what happens now like I was like, "Oh, that's a really good question." So, because it's gone in the water, that's a penalty. So they've now got to go down to a drop zone, drop a golf ball. That's now adding a shot, and then hit another one. And they were like, "What happens to the golf ball in the water?" And it's like just like daft questions, you yeah. know? Not daft questions, just interesting yeah. questions. um So anyway, we then we drove up to the eighteenth green because I thought if we're going to get signatures for hats, that's going to be the place we go. And. Uh, and we probably watched about three groups it was just a bit challenging to keep them all quiet
2: because mm.
1: that's where when you're watching on an 18th green and there's not there was a lot,
2: lot of people there but not you've got a put for 10 grand that's what i mean went, digger digger can
1: i drive it? i want to drive the digger
2: um i'll just yeah.
1: saying. <laughs> <laughs> i actually bought my little jcb loved it um I feel like,
2: by the way, if you went out with your kids for a day trip, they could rinse you for some good money. Oh, it's ridiculous. I want a digger. don't want a hat. Done. Just keep them quiet. Whatever keeps them quiet. How many ice creams? Did y'all have an ice cream? Well, I didn't annoyingly,
1: because I got whisked off to have a quick meeting. I was working. I was working. and So Claire was left with the kids, and the ice cream store looked amazing, but... Big problem. It was... For adults, it would have been great. But for kids, they eat slow. And it was melting really quick. So they had a a bit of a disaster. I think Jude dropped it and whatever. So anyway, we start by the 18th green. I, I... very nicely got um, chatting with Kate Rose, who's Justin's uh, wife. And my kids were super cuddly. They were cuddling Kate Rose and this, that. And it, was, it was dead nice. Anyway, about three groups came off the 18th green. We, so we were there for about half an hour. And everything I, I went up to Ivy and Pearl. Go and get your hat signed. Go and get your hat signed. They loved it. And let me pull up her name because she was really, really lovely. Um, one of the ladies who is called... Where is her name? Oh, that's going to annoy me. Give me one second. I put it on my.
2: Instagram if anyone's story. watching the video for a couple of minutes, then when you were talking, I was looking at. My, did you see? I was at my laptop quite intensely. Yeah. I was listening to you, but my car's also in for a um, MOT today, and it got a text. I need some new tyres, so I had to just sort that as well. If anyone comments saying I wasn't looking at you,
1: so um, Kirsten Rudgelly, okay, yeah, it was lovely. So she finished, and she is from Perth. Like our really good friends, Min Wu Lee. Oh yeah. Min G Lee. Very good friend. And she said, Oh, you did those videos with Minwoo. This was after. I said, really? Oh yeah. She, she went, Oh I'm, that's where I grew up playing. So oh, she was days. Australian playing in this. Um but before that, my daughter went running up to her, she signed the hat and Kirsten gave her a glove. Oh, nice. And a golf ball. Nice. And um Kate Rose actually took a picture of that happening, put it on her social media saying, um, you know, this is this is the great to see so many young." Girls being inspired by these professionals. I thought she's she's captivated the day. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, she has absolutely nailed it. My kids are going away from yesterday's tournament, loving golf a lot more.
2: That's what you want. Question then for you, in a sentence or less. This is the tricky part. How would for for people that have children, which I'm sure a lot of listeners do, who want to get them into golf, might not be fortunate enough to have an event like that locally or whatever it might be. Again. How, what, what's the one thing you would advise to get your kids to have an interest in golf
1: 100 percent make it fun make it fun like i think that is and that's something i've always really tried to do but just watching the my kids yesterday having the lessons with the golf foundation it wasn't technical they were holding it a bit wrong mm. or whatever there was a little, tiny bit of where to stand yeah. what we're aiming at that it was fun, the
2: swing it, hit it, and see so what happens. There was,
1: there was none, you know, and, and that's one thing I definitely have seen at driving ranges where a parent will take the kid and expect too much from them, yeah. expect them to hold it with an interlocking finger and the correct posture, and to have a takeaway in P3 that looks like Justin yeah, just Rose. And <clears throat> you just can't do that. I think kids are very, very good at copying adults. And I think if you demonstrate, if you hit golf shots, they will pick up so much without you even realizing. And apart from that, just make it fun, fun challenges. Um, make it easy at first, so that you know. Even that the Golf Foundation had these big, massive clubs and massive balls, and it's not straight into. I've chopped you down. Probably a blades. I've chopped you down a seven iron <laughs> blade that I used yeah. to use when I was whatever, and a proper Pro V One like these. It was just really, really fun. So that all in like all, a great day. It, honestly, it was mega. And like I say, cheeky Nando's after. And even this morning. So I'm gonna I'm gonna show you this picture, and we might, in fact, can um, can we zoom in on this if we can? So even this the, morning. Post. So the girls got up, and I was I was moving around making a breakfast or whatever. I went into the living room, and who do you think had the hat, on the lanyard and the golf ball? Who do I think? Ivy pearl pearl wow so the, considering can you see that considering oh, yeah. i thought she was the one that probably wasn't as interested look there at what look what's happened like she's woke up today wearing the hat the golf ball that the um kirsten giver and the and the little lanyard
2: it sounds like it was a very worthwhile trip
1: hopefully in many many more many many ways but yeah thank you so much for mark for inviting us uh well done for kate rose for an amazing event well done for the golf foundation i probably just don't give them enough credit but they do a great job of getting young golfers into golf that's how i started um doing junior coaching through the Golf foundation i started going out to schools and stuff and using like the the easy to hit clubs and the massive targets and stuff it was amazing and hopefully they continue it and uh, who knows they might be playing in the rose lady series in 20 years uh, yeah
2: well less than that 15 years Enjoyed that story. I felt like I was there with you. I was picturing it. it. It was it was a lot better than I expected. Good. Are we done? I don't know. <laughs> Matt, I can hear a noise in my headphones. Can you hear that or not? No. Okay. I feel like I've been a bit of a hum. How long are we in? 50 minutes. Well, I've got, just quickly then, to end on, I've done a thing on my Instagram, Rick, asking for questions for the podcast. Um, so I've got some questions. Some ridiculously stupid ones, but they're sometimes the ones that I like. Um, so, well, first one is, what's happening to this Rick and Pete match? If I can get my short game dialed in. Well, actually, we I might.
1: I'm in a group with Pete, Carter, Matt Fryer.
2: Yeah.
1: And me. We all might be in the same country, at a venue, coming soon. So that might be the first video, and then me and Pete later. But also, in the injured or something.
2: I, don't I think know, he's got I a bad so. back. So, yeah, wrist or something. Uh, this is a question for you. I don't, I don't know your answer. Out of Rick or Guy, who has the higher golfing talent? me yeah <laughs> nice. um who won the, the chipping comp at woburn when we had three different is the, are
1: these all questions from you
2: that was a question from me just then <laughs> that was me I won three you bill.
1: won the yeah you won the chipping comp
2: um i thought you were trying to boost my confidence your confidence is there but then if i want to beat you i can knock it straight away <laughs> so i can build you up and i want you to be built <laughs> oh, up wow. and then just go you're gonna thin this mate uh does rick prefer to load or unload the dishwasher load 100 yeah i'm very much load 100 percent. um who likes to unload, isn't it? Yeah, I don't. Someone's asked this. As what well. somebody said? Why is your podcast jingle in a closing advert? Someone else said that to me. Well, the reason will be because you pay a small fee and you get access to loads of tunes, don't you? So somebody, yeah. Just so it's basically royalty-free like royalty soundtrack. Uh, any future tour pro collaborations lined up? Don't know. Oh, this is a really good one now. Well, yeah, we don't know. Um, we,
0: uh, I feel like there
2: is some.
1: There's a series I want to do, but it might be harder this year. We might look into it next year. Now, um, but also, I mean, we, this is very premature, and we don't know the result. But if you noticed, our man Pulter's doing pretty well already. Wow. I, I don't like to say that I was in his presence for ten minutes a couple of weeks ago, but he seems to be doing pretty he's well. Mad over in it Memphis. He's,
2: he's been on tour now since two thousand. <laughs> he's won what nine B.J. Tour and something. He was grinding his oh just grinding all day and then he sees you and he's now doing well so it's just obviously what it is obviously what's next for rick shields podcast tick youtube tick what's the next project Uh, we actually had something the other day in the group chat the other day that could in the oh yeah wow that would be epic
1: yeah there's, there's lots left to explore we've not conquered golf social media the world just yet so watch this space
2: the rickshaw's museum is what we're thinking of and all the clubs from all the videos are going to be and you want to do that one day that be would good. be
1: I, I, yeah. I would like i'd like like uh, all the clubs from videos that's why i've got so many of them
2: like all in like archived like glass cabinets um yeah it would be really good at a location with some of the bits going on yeah. which wink, wink. I think we should do, nudge, that, in future. You should do that you, not, you not, could, eh? what we should do that I think what, what we should do is I'm you good. invest in it and take all the risk and then I'll just be there and if it goes well I'm part <laughs> of it you'll be the welcome party <laughs> yeah hi I'm if, Guy if, if, if it doesn't go well you lose all your money I'll just leave <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a good question then what's the favourite golf club you've ever owned past or present and we've probably done this before many podcasts but um, what would you say
1: I feel like I should have I feel like I knew the answer to this it probably is that Scotty Cameron. I've got that trillion one that I've had refurbished recently. Um, you know, the one that I...
2: What? Yeah, no, I was thinking, I was trying to think which one it was. Yeah, I remember. I had refurbished. Yeah, yeah, And I played the that. The long neck one. Yeah. Do you want to see something funny? Did you see that picture I put on uh, yeah, Instagram? Yeah. So that was me. I'll try it, might... I don't, you can't really see it, but that was me at age 17. Somebody sent me a picture back taking the mick. Look how funny it is. That turtle. <laughs> it literally looks just like me. <laughs> so I look like a cartoon turtle. Um... There's some other questions, but I think that was some of the good ones. Um, we're not going to another podcast now. Well, well, it'll be normal for the for the audience next Tuesday after yes. this. But actually for us, it will be like 10 days so We we'll do one next. We'll have <laughs> loads to catch up on.
1: And hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll have a really, 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 like, legend status guest lined up in a couple of weeks.
2: Do I know who this is? Yeah,
1: we had a phone call about it the other day.
2: I've literally, at this moment in time, completely blank. Really? honestly i'm not even taking we had a phone mic.
1: call on wednesday oh and I, of course and i wished, I, I wished course. everyone a happy
2: weekend you yeah, did yeah, yeah. that was a bit weird even though yeah. it was wednesday. wednesday rick went oh, thanks everyone happy weekend
1: have a great weekend everyone
2: oh it rick's run the ale again already. And I,
1: and I put the phone down and went it's pretty wednesday yeah.
2: am I, am I well rick works when Tuesday, wednesday <laughs> so for you it is a weekend <laughs> i've had to be dragged in just to do this podcast today. monday film tuesday darts on a wednesday in the office off the rest That's of the week it. done but why feet not? up
1: feet up um Right, yeah, everyone, thanks guess. for listening. Episode number 90. I feel like we're getting better.
2: I do. I think 100. I think genuinely, if people are interested in that 100... When would the date of that be? Well, Just very, uh, quickly, very quick, quick maths. maths, so bear with me. So we're on... that be 90. 90. 91, 92, 93, 94, 95, 96. End of October, roughly. Yeah, 19th or 26th. That would be sick if we did it in the location I'm thinking of. Would you come... <clears throat> If you're part of the clubhouse, let us know, and we... Um,
1: 100 live guests. Do we say 10 of each or 50 each? 10 of ten, each. Right. <laughs> um,
2: but then, it's a win-win because you pay 10 to get into the door. As soon as you see Rick get your picture, same in the clubhouse, you get 50 back. Wow. So you only really pay... You gain oh, 40 whoa. quid. Whoa, Um Okay. <laughs> I think what we do, if we do that, though, we might put it on Facebook. We'll announce it on the air, maybe put it on Facebook. But I think we could legitimately do that. We could. That would be not even that much work. Okay. So if you're interested, the email is podcast at rickshields.com. Just say yes, that would be good. And before anyone asks and jokes, no, we're not going
1: to pay for international flights. So you'd have, to, you'd have to get here yourself. Yes. Right, guys. Thanks, Guy. Thanks, Rick. Thanks for uh, listening about all things related to
2: life. You, your kids and stuff. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed
1: Ere- it. Erections. <laughs> right. See, I'll see you all soon, everyone. <laughs> Another
2: bleep there. Sorry, man.